Apple presents events at the Apple Store. Alright, before we get started, let's take a look at the trailer for the app, Moonfry. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Willie Geis from the Today Show, and tonight's guest, author of Let's Get This Party Started, available now in the iBook store, Soleil Moonfry. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here with you, by the way. This is exciting. Thanks for coming out, everybody. If they can hear us in the back, come on in and visit with us. We'll be up here a little while. We're going to chat a little bit, and then we'll take some of your questions. Um, as you can see, Soleil... And her husband got this party yes, started one more we, time. We did. While we're <laughs> we on the did subject. get this party started three times. This is the third one. You're going to be throwing a few more parties <laughs> yes. now, as it turns out. Yeah, sure. Um, so let's talk. We're going to talk about the book, and we're going to talk about the app, and all the, all the rest of it. But let's talk about you for a little bit. Um, at the risk of being really creepy, we're about the same age. So I came up in the Punky Brewster era, what I refer to as the Punky Brewster era. So I think it's fair to say one of my first crushes was Soleil Moonfry. So to be sitting up here is pretty cool. Um, but when you look back, Soleil, on that time in your life, on that character, what it's meant for the rest of your life, what do you feel about it? Well, first of all, I have to say that I'm so moved and truly, like, they said, who would be the perfect dream moderator? And I was like, Willie, I love this gentleman. And the fact that I get to come and visit you at today's show is so much fun. Thank you. And uh, Punky is really a character that I hold so close to my heart. She's one of those timeless characters. The fact that we did this show that had so much heart, and really, if you think about it, you would almost think of it as a drama. You know, we dealt with, you know, drugs. We dealt with the Challenger explosion. We dealt with all of these heavy issues, but we dealt with them with such heart and love and humor and made it acceptable for families. To, I mean, everyone has a diverse, different kind of family, and we really tried to embrace that. And so Punky is one of those characters that I hold so close to me. And if I'm 90 or 100 and people are like, hey, Punky, I will be thrilled with it. I mean, I literally absolutely love playing the character and she's one of those timeless people it's funny i was we had um yesterday william shatner on the today show and we were talking a little bit about star trek and the same thing and he kind of said what you said i asked him does it ever wear thin when you go to comic-con and people he said no he said that was a great part of my life and if i touched people in some way then that's a great legacy. I'll tease it. I'll take that every time. Absolutely. And I really hold her so close to me. She's like such a, you know, I don't know where she ended and I began. Like, we were really so much the same person. And so for me, Punky will always 
be part of me. I'll always have punky power. I'm like, <laughs> always got it. <laughs> so how old were you when that show ended? I was seven, seven when we started and 12 when we finished. 12 when you finished. So by the age of 12, you've already closed a, a big yep. chapter in your life. And then I went back to school. Yeah, then, and then you kind of went back in a normal life, right? Yeah, I went back and was just a normal kid. So, but I was always a normal kid. My mom was a single mom raising us. And, you know, when I think about the, the years on Punky, you know, I was pogo sticking around the NBC lot and running around and, you know, riding my scooter. And it was really just playing make believe. So how do you go back to a normal just my life, first then? crush was like Andy Gibb. You know what I mean? Right, like I was right. like, Andy Gibb, he's such a good piano player. So when you're hanging out with Andy Gibb, <laughs> how do you go back to a normal life at the age of 12 when everybody in the country knows you? Yeah. They love this show. How do you, you know, go back was, to school and be normal? I was always a regular kid. My mom always, you know, if we ever wanted to work during the summer, she would be like, absolutely not. You've got to go to summer camp. So we were always kids, regular kids, playing, having fun, and embracing childhood. So then you go through the, these different stages of your career, and now you've become one of the preeminent, I don't know, what, how do we categorize you? You're a mompreneur, you're an advocate for, for women, and you have got 1.5 million Twitter followers. How did you come from well-known actress to this entire new chapter in your professional life? Well, you know, for, for me, it was it was wild. I was always so blessed that people seemed to grow up with me and, and connect, and we all grew up together. And as a new mom, I had tons of questions about parenthood, and I didn't really have a mommy group. And so I started sharing through social media. Twitter and Facebook literally became, like, my parenting group. So I would talk about, you know, the marker on the wall or the fact that, you know, my kids spilt paint on the cushions, and I would snap a shot and share it through Twitter and Facebook, and literally I'd get thousands of responses of other people feeling the same way and so I think what it was was like my social media community became my mommy group and I connected to them and they connected to me and it was so authentic and and as an early adopter it was like my place to turn to where I could really feel a connection with people and that was incredibly special and and important to me and so as I've grown up and had you know my second baby and now I'm about to have my third like I've gone through all of those steps with the community and so there's all of these people that I've never met you know in person but I've shared this digital experience and relationship but with. But you were you were early to the game in yeah. social media I mean you were on Twitter and doing Instagram and everything else before a lot of before it became at least as mainstream as it is. Absolutely. How did you know to tap into that? So you know, soon? it was incredible. My, my friend to me, she was like the first person that sat down with me and was like, hey, have you heard of this Twitter thing? And let's create an account for you. So like we created at Moonfry that day on the couch. And the next thing I knew, I just started sharing and the community was right there. And they're like, I, I'll never forget uh, Kevin Rose, who I who I love. He um, he posted, you know, Shaq's on here, Punky's on here. It's about to get crazy. <laughs> and it was like we were really early adopters to it. And it was just incredible to see the evolution and to go from one person to 10 people to 100 to 1,000, just that community and that engagement. There are thousands and thousands, though, of mommy bloggers and people doing what you do on some level. What do you think about, what is it about you that broke through in a way that some people haven't been able to? I think for me, I just try and be me. Like, there's there's nobody else I want to be. I'm sharing, you know, with the book, I wanted to show people that you can do everyday crafts and recipes, and it doesn't have to be impossible. It doesn't have to break the bank. And also, my house is filled with flipped over cushions because there's paint on one side. And, you know, it's filled with drawings on the walls. And 
I share that, and I think just me being genuinely me and and being transparent with people has made them connect, you know. And uh, and so I turn to them and and I ask them for advice and insight, and 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 they share with me, and I think that's what has really has really maintained it. And I always am trying to encourage people, whether they're dad entrepreneurs, mom entrepreneurs, that you can start a business from your own kitchen now. You can start a business from your living room and. I want to inspire other people to be able to do that because I think it's incredibly special and something that you can do. And with social media at our fingertips, we can start a website like that. So what's the point at which you said, okay, this is no longer just a hobby. I was taking pictures of the flipped over cushions, sharing with my friends and my community. When did you say, okay, maybe there's a business out here for this? You know, it, it all happens so organically. I, I started designing clothing because I was looking for eco-friendly options for my kids. And so my partner and I started The Little Seed, which is an eco-friendly baby boutique. And we started it, and then I started, I taught myself design, and then I teamed up with Target and designed a line for Target. And then I became their mommy ambassador. And really... For, for me, it's been incredible because it's never been about the business of it and, 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 you know, my family and that. It's just always been a family affair in the same way that as I was a little kid on Punky and my childhood was spent there, my brother and I spent all of our days, you know, running around. And again, we were, we were really regular kids. And so for us, my big brother was the photographer on the book. Um, you know, my kids are in it, my nieces. And it's all just been about, you know, spending time with our family and also creating you know, creating our artistic adventures along the way. One of the most popular segments, if you watch the Today Show that we have, is when Soleil comes on. And the thing that I love about you is you come on, and the segment actually usually isn't about you. It's you're helping other mompreneurs. She identifies women who've built businesses, small, some, large, others, from their own homes, and you come on to highlight them. Thank you. And I love that about you, that you want to shine the light on these other Absolutely. people. Absolutely. We do this call to action through Today's Show's website and through my community, and we get incredible submissions from around the country of amazing moms who have started businesses in their garage, in their kitchens, and they share their stories, and they're so powerful. And, and if there's one thing that I can tell, you know, single moms out there, married moms out there, dads that want to follow that dream, it really is truly at your fingertips now. There's never been a better time to be an entrepreneur as now. I, it's, I have a great friend who worked for a decade or so, had kids, wasn't quite sure what to do. She had a great cookie recipe. And she listened to people like you, and she started marketing them online, and she got a couple of media hits here and there. And she's literally baking cookies in her kitchen, and now she's had to have a baker do it. But exactly what you say now in a way that five years ago, even 10 years ago, I don't think people dream that big. In, and that's and that's the beauty of social media is at our fingertips. It's all right here. You know, it's all right here on the iPad and, you know, uh, it, it, in, uh, in our iPhones. Like, it's literally that connective tissue that, that links us. So let's take a look at the, yes. the we've okay. got the, the app. It's <laughs> You're very exciting. Okay, the, awesome. Yeah, let me hold this so for you. It's this so is the Moon easy, Fry app. Guys. Okay. All right, everyone. So tell me a theme. Pirate, midsummer, party started. You call one pick, out. What do you, you guys want to pick one out? Pirate. 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 Okay, perfect. Good call. So right here, we can either create a photo cutout or a collage. And right now, I think we're going to do a photo cutout. Okay, I'm going to turn to Willie. Willie, okay. look at me. Okay, I'm going to take a picture of Willie. And right now, it's auto-detecting him. And it's going to literally find his image. 
You're going to see how cool this is. This is very exciting. OK, so now it's detected his image. Now I'm going to erase around him. And it really lets you have fun. The concept of this was something that parents could do with their kids over their shoulder. So I wanted to create an app that was fun for kids and parents. So here we go. OK, we're going to color this in. We're going to add a little here. All right. Now he's a pirate. Boom. All right. Now we're going to decorate it. Got a little pirate with music, the music here, too. right? We're going to put a little we're going to put a little bird up here. And the whole concept of this was really something that families could do together that would be fun for them to create with their kids and then they can print out. And now we're going to save it and we can immediately share with our social channels. So now we can go and we can mail it to our friends, we can share it through Twitter, and it's right at our fingertips. It's a good way to keep in touch, too. You send that to your aunts, your yeah, uncles. Yeah, absolutely. Kids so love within that minutes, stuff. it's like you have, your own, you have your own Photoshop within minutes here. Free download, right? Free download. Moon fry. Super fun. You can also create collages. You can create all kinds of fun stuff. We have invite themes, party themes, all kinds of fun themes. So that's one of about a thousand things you have going on. The book is It's out. a big labor of love for me. I mean, literally, my partner and I, you know, we realized that, that technology is in our kids' DNA. So my five-year-old is better at apps than I am and yet I love flipping through you know a book with her and so we know that their you know their DNA is is so built around this as well and we wanted to create something really fun for have them. Have you been as amazed as I've been your kids are eight and five my two-year-old son well he was two at the time he's four now he would get in the taxis in New York City and there, and there are little TVs in the taxi. Totally. And he would look at the TV and he would touch it and start oh, yeah. swiping. And he was so frustrated yeah. that he couldn't demand what he wanted to I've, see at that moment. And I thought in that moment, oh my God, he's growing up in a totally different, as you said, totally different genes. It's, it's in their DNA. And we've really seen that the digital and physical worlds are coming together. And so that was something that we really excited us about the app was bringing those digital and physical worlds together. And something that's really fun is that it'll say, you know, do you want to do a fun craft project in the app? And then it'll take you to do that physical real world craft with your friends and your kids. And by the way, kids will pick this up in about two minutes. Yeah, it's the, been the incredible. My, my five-year-old is like the, the Moonfry app pro. <laughs> now, how do your kids feel about this whole world that you've created? Do they like sort of being at the center of it? They, they love it. I mean, they're so supportive. They're so incredible. If I'm going to Haiti, they will do a bake sale and collect money and give it to me. They, uh, they, they love, it's a party for them. You know, my, my, again, my big brother, you know, shot all the pictures. So every day was like a party for them. We just had celebrations in our house. I, I, I know that it's like a luxury that most people don't have, but to call it work would be crazy because literally it's just an ongoing party. Is that terrible to no, say in our good. household? But I'm like, it's a party and we're going to do a book out of it. And, and this is amazing. So I get to do what I love and they travel. I mean, you've seen them before, you know, they, they travel with me and we travel together and we just, we encourage creativity in our house you know and also I think one of the most important things for us was also making it accessible so ways to not have to break the bank always looking for affordable options to do fun projects with them and you have some really cool you were on the Today Show today doing the slumber party yes. theme do you have a favorite in the let's 
uh, get this party started. Stolen from CNC Music Factory. Let's be <laughs> I clear love, about that. I love all the chapters, but I have to say 80s. I'm obsessed with the yes. 80s. You know, I, I am a big lover of the 80s. So is this magazine, <laughs> by the way. Obsessed I'm telling you, I hold it very close to my heart. <laughs> but, um, but so the 80s chapter is very fun for me. We threw a whole prom night theme with the kids, and we had we had cupcakes with rad and totally awesome, and the kids did picture. It was just, it was so much fun. And we have an 80s theme on the app, too. I love the 80s. I think the 80s is my I just favorite, did an actually, I did a we picture built of Willie and I. And uh, tweeted it out. 80s theme. totally humiliating, but she's allowed to do that. Um, <laughs> there, there's a bunch of other stuff. you got the Oprah Network show yes. that starts this week. Is yes. that right? Saturday, 9 a.m. on OWN, Homemade Simple. New show. Um, it's been on for a while, and, and this is my first year hosting it. I'm really excited. We go in and help these incredibly deserving families that are amazing, that are constantly giving to their community and to others. And we go in and spruce their house up a bit and do lots of DIY. So it's very fun. You are very busy, aren't you? I'm busy. It's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. <laughs> we wanted to get some. I love coming and visiting you guys. Oh, we so love fun. having you. Are you kidding me? The viewers love it, too. Oh. We wanted to get some uh, questions from you guys out here. If you have a question for Soleil. Hi, thanks. Should I be nervous? <laughs> no, no, no. Don't be <laughs> no nervous I'm like, oh. Huge, huge fan. Huge fan. Oh. Definitely a Punky Rooster fan as well. There you go. Um, what was it like, and maybe this played within your book and helped you write the book, because you said you didn't grow up, you had this mother figure in your life. Was George a huge father figure in life, and what did he do that might have inspired you throughout the years? Absolutely. You know, it's so funny. As I've gotten older and had time to reflect, it's amazing. I recently uh, wrote him a letter. I mean, he's, you know, he, he's, he's a, a little bit older now. And, um, and one of the things that stood out so much is, is, A, now as an adult, realizing the amount of patience that he had with these kids running around. And, and a dog. Yes, the dogs. Like, the hardest thing to work with, as you know, right, um, that you can't predict is kids and animals, right? So He broke so both he rules. He broke both yeah. rules. But I remember him giving me one of my first diaries. So at the time that I was, you know, seven years old, he gave me this diary, and I love writing, and I went on to write my whole entire life. And, and so thinking about how he really treated me as his equal and his peer, even though I knew, you know, even though he knew I was a kid and he was, he was wonderful and warm and acted like I was a kid when I needed to be, you know, a kid. And he also treated me as a peer. And, uh, and so he had an incredible amount of strength and was also just a joy and, and a love to work with. So I wrote him a letter recently sharing those feelings because George Gaines has a very special place in my heart and always will. How about the rest of the cast? Have you kept up with you them? You know, Cherry, I, you know, I, I see through Twitter. So we like right. have a Twitter relationship. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, we, we stay in touch every once in a while. That's very cool. I yeah. was watching, I'm nothing if not prepared. You talked about the Just Say No episode. Yes. The chicklets. Oh yeah, that was if, heavy duty, right? They had like so many pill options. It was crazy. I mean, I you, mean they had like every color under the sun. What? <laughs> These girls, if you haven't seen it, the chicklets. Yeah. They were like a I don't know upper middle class you street gang YouTube of some it. kind. <laughs> they uh, they rolled up to Cherry and Punky, got them up in the treehouse, and they said, "If you want to be in the chicklets," and they offered and like joints. Yeah. And Punky's like, "What is that stuff?" Sixth grade, these girls were in. They're like, we got some weed, some uppers, and some blow. What? They were in sixth and grade. And by the way, we were eight years old. Like, I don't think that would fly today. No. On television, right? No, no, I don't <laughs> think so. But Punky was strong, right from Nancy Reagan's mouth. Yeah, and Just then we went no. around the country. Just say no. It was awesome. And then it was so cool. We went to... um. 
we went to the White House and we did this big march and there was like like 60,000 people and they were all chanting, just say no with punky powers, like incredible. And then my mom lost me in the midst of the thousands of people and she couldn't find me at the White House and finally like she went into the Oval Office and I was sitting with like Popeye's chicken, my feet up on the table in Secret Service, I swear. Stop it. Yeah, and she found me in there, yeah. Only punky could pull Only that punky off, by could, the way. like pull it off in the Oval Office with <laughs> oh, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Go on YouTube and watch that episode. <laughs> yeah. The chicklets are the worst. But also like cherry getting stuck in the refrigerator and, and a kid had sent in that concept. And then we had other kids that would write in and say, you know, my brother was drowning in our jacuzzi and I saw the episode and then they knew how to do CPR. Wow. They just don't make them like they used to. Saving lives. Saving (laughs) lives. There's another question right here. Hi. Hi. I was wondering if you're going to develop books um, and apps that as your kids grow, kind of reflects their ages or if you're going to stay more in the age range that you're in now. You know, it's so funny because with, with the little seed it had started when our kids were babies and then I was so inspired by, you know, doing craft projects and whatnot with my kids that this has evolved and I'm sure that, you know, they're, they're my inspiration so I'll probably go along with them. But I also am really inspired by uh, what's inspiring them educationally uh, and, and expanding beyond that and also just making things accessible. You know, so much exists in our own home and I think so often we feel like we have to go out and buy it but really the fact that like you can create so much you know we have such fun ideas from like taking toilet paper rolls and turning them into binoculars and paper towel holders and and turning them into spy glasses but you know how to encourage creativity and I and I hope that just continues to involve well into their adulthood and you know and and now with the third baby I'll be going back to probably gonna say <laughs> you have to start all over again I want you know what it is like I want to live life and at the end of the day say I tried a little bit of everything and feel like you know what I got to take my father who had Alzheimer's across country and and do a documentary on him I got to write a book like all of these experiences and encourage my my kids to also want to explore you know and and to not believe in any limits it's a great message anybody else got a question for Soleil yes sir he's like oh, oh. <laughs> um so given that you played obviously a role model um as a young girl to other young girls and now your mom do you have any kind of fear that there aren't very many female role models in media right now and is there anything that sticks out to you that you would let <laughs> your really kids question. watch or feel like inspires them you know it, it's such a good question and and it is something where it's so funny because the the mom and me will be like oh wait there's a leer you know the other day and and i love hip-hop you know we're listening to a song and i'm like oh wait turn it down okay wait oh, oh wait you all know because yeah. my girls will talk about like drinking Jack and Juice, and I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. No, that probably is not a good thing. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, they, they, there's so much that they pick up on just around them, and I think, you know, they're, there's, they're, they're going to constantly look up to, to people, you know, around, and I guess you try to monitor it a little bit. You know, I, I'll notice sometimes if their behavior is shifting. I'm like, okay, you can't watch that anymore. But I grew up, like, loving, you know, I loved teen movies. I was like the biggest John Hughes fan. I love Grease. Grease 2 I think is like one of the most underrated movies of all time. Like cool writer, are you kidding? Like I am like <laughs> total nostalgic <laughs> person. And and I think, you know, 
looking at the way I turned out, I turned out pretty okay, but I think so much of it is good parenting also. So yes, you know, being conscientious around their surroundings, also their friends, um, but not having them, you know, look to role models so much that it's like they're depending solely. I don't think you can just put your kid in front of a television and say, okay, here's music videos all day and then expect that they're not going to act it out in some way. So I think a lot of it is good parenting. I grew up loving music that had all kinds of stuff and, you know, and where I was watching, you know, girls in neon and lace and, you know, I mean, we, we've all had our different, I think, eras of, of wildness. So it's, it's, it's that good parenting and just <laughs> keeping it on the fringes, you know, only so much. <laughs> Keep twerking out of the home. That's really the key. <laughs> or don't just, just, just limited, just, yes. just only a certain amount. <laughs> on the lyrics question in our iNews, in our iTunes, it's um, One Direction and then it's Old Dirty Bastard. Well, so like when those are next to each other, sometimes they roll oh into yeah. each other. Well, and my and girl, yeah, diving and, for and the my girls are volume. in love, literally, and 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 it's always fun when they announce that like that I that I have friends that have met Harry and that yeah that are you going to have him at my birthday party? It's like no no no, it's not that easy. You're not like I mean now, right. <laughs> I'm like don't go to school, <laughs> like everybody that. Yes, a oh, question in the back. Hey, hey what's up? So How's good it going? To see you. Um, I just want to know, you do so many things. What's the most gratifying for you? And when people think of Soleil, what do you want them to think of? Thank you. Um, my family is definitely the most gratifying. And, and the quality time to, this is all so much fun, but then shutting it off when I go home and just being with them and being present. And, uh, and I think this is the one career in which I can actually go and pick up my kids from school and take them to ballet and, and be a part of all those moments. And that was really important to me. And I know that not everyone has that luxury, but that is something that for me, I feel very grateful that I get to still do and be a part of and be present for. Um, and, and again, I think I, if people can say that I tried a little bit of everything and and uh, and and see that that I had fun doing it. That would be amazing. I also love spending time in Haiti and the work that I get to do with JPHRO and uh, and and spending time there. And I'm so inspired by that. And so keeping things in balance and and uh, and teaching my kids about giving back. And now they're at the point where at five and eight years old, they're like, okay, we want to go through our toys and 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 give them away to kids that need them during the holidays. And and so I want to lead by example. And uh, and that's incredibly important to me. So on the little bit of everything question, what is the idea that's bouncing around in your head that would surprise people that you want to do next? There's got to be some big little, crazy thing my, that you're thinking well, about doing. My dream, I, I love working with local charities and charities that are in our own country. And one of my dreams would also be to create sustainable um, uh, places where women could feel safe going and, and, and working in Haiti. Uh, and where their children would have childcare, and and where it would be, you know, a wonderful system to take care of them, and uh, and and bring in some eco elements as well. So my dream would be to someday be able to take it beyond and and do work within our country and also outside of our country. All right. So what's the dark side of Soleil Moonfry? <laughs> Let's cut through all oh, this well, now. Ashley, who works with me over there, can probably <laughs> tell you. you have like I'm a, a little, I'm a little crazy. I'm slightly anal when it comes to things. Um, when it comes to aesthetics, I'm a little bit of a freak. Yes. Uh, design, all of that is incredibly, uh, very important to me. So if you notice, like I love bright colors, electric colors. If they're too pastel, it's not right. You know, I'm like, I'm constantly a, a little bit crazy. And also the way my brain works, I think a lot of people don't realize. So if you look at my, <laughs> if you look at my MacBook Air and you saw the the screen, it's got like. 
20 million different open pages, but it's the way my brain works. So people are like, have you ever heard of folders? And I'm like, no, I love it. It's like the crazy mind, you know, but that's the way my brain works. So I think people would be a little scared if they saw that or, you know, how many things are probably hidden in our house, craft projects and stuff that I'm like hoarding on the side from when they were two years old because I'm like, someday I'm going to, you know, have to bring it out. <laughs> Does your husband ever come home and the house is decorated and there are balloon projects and yes, we toilet paper rolls and binoculars and go, all right, honey, We enough. actually, we enough. actually, so my husband, we call him Hanukkah Claus and we actually won Holiday House of the Year um, in our neighborhood because I put so many twinkle lights off. So I basically turn off the lights year round and then at Christmas, I put up a million twinkle lights and our, I mean, I'm not kidding when I say we have reindeer. I've gone as far as like building like a Santa's playhouse. Like, I mean, I, I'm a little cuckoo. Now I'm seeing and, the darkness. There and, it is. And we, um, and so there was a knock at the door and they're like, Mr. and Mrs. Goldberg, you won Holiday House of the Year. And he's like, are you kidding me? It's Hanukkah. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I get a little crazy. You write about that in the book, though, yeah. too, which is like, he's <laughs> like, like all right, okay, yeah. all right, he's another party to today. He's accept huh? it. He's like, oh, whatever, I, I can't deal. Comes with the <laughs> territory. lost this battle. <laughs> hey, thanks for being here. So Thank um, I, I want to talk a little about Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but beforehand, my sister was, I'm a child of the 80s, but she really loved Punky Brewster, and when I started watching it was in syndication. So my sister, my older sister, was like, you have to watch it. It's amazing. So when you did Sabrina, when you were on there, her and I bonded again. She, we were like punkies on Sabrina. So I just want to say, is there any like fond memories that you have on playing oh, Roxy? during Sabrina? You. Yeah, absolutely. Melissa Joan Hart is still a, a very good friend. And she was so sweet. She was one of the hosts of the book party last week. And um, she's great. And uh, so, yeah, you know what? It was, it was so fun because... You know, I got married when I was like a baby. You know, I met—I mean, not a baby, but I met my husband when I was about 18, 19, and and we got married very young. And so with Sabrina, we were really able to like live out our our youth because you know she was dating and I had my awesome new husband, and we would sit around and talk and have all these like great bonding experiences. And so really, it was you know it's so funny because when people ask me like, oh, how did you turn out normal or like with so many child actors that have gone wrong how did you stay on the right path and and for me like i could name 20 more to every one that have turned out great and i just think that so often we focus on the negative stories instead of the positive and when you look at melissa you know she and i grew up together the first time we met was like at a at an audition for a ron howard pilot it was called Little Shots. It was awesome. I had one line in it. It was Got to Get a Bike, which was very cool. And it was like Joey Lawrence and Melissa and all these young kids. And, um, and, it, was, and it was so much fun and, and such a blast. And so just to have another you know, ally and peer that grew up in the business that has turned out so terrific was, was really fun. One more? We could sneak in one more if somebody's got a question. Yeah, how about... Do you think that uh, Punky help set the mood for kids being themselves coming out more saying who they are that I can wear Aww. two different color things there. Yeah, I absolutely. Be. I think it, for, for, for kids, rappers, clothing designers, all of it, um, I think that one of, one of the amazing things and something that I've heard so much along the road in life is uh, 
is that kids that came from broken homes uh, feeling like they weren't alone. You know, you think about the concept, like, this little girl is abandoned, her mother and father leave her, she's left in a shopping center with her dog, she finds an abandoned apartment, this older man <laughs> takes her in, and it's a comedy, and, like, that was the beauty of Brandon Tartikoff and, and the vision that he had, and... It was such a special show that I think really encouraged people that came from broken homes, that came from foster homes, that were adopted to not feel so alone. And that not no family is perfect and to embrace the change and to embrace the individuality. And it was so special. Just today, at the Today Show, there was this little girl who was about eight years old who was like in tears because Punky is now her favorite show. And then later in the day, we were over at, at the AP and it was incredible. This woman came down and she was about my age and she was like trembling and like in tears because it was really her 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 idol and that is so moving to me and that's why for me like punky will always be close to my heart because to be able to do something that inspires an 8-year-old today and a 30-year-old today is is something that i just feel is so special and i hope will live on until i'm 90 or 100 i've been keeping the trembling and the tears inside <laughs> but trust me it's happening while i'm up here oh willie so like we love you've been in our lives <laughs> for Thirty years, I guess, and it's so cool to just see you continue to grow and do well. And uh, the book you can get it on uh, iTunes, obviously. Yes, right? the ebook. Get the get ebook the e now. Get it. Let's get yes. this party started. Um, and check out the app Moonfry and the new Oprah and, show. And, and everything yes, else. and I just want to say that Willie, you are such a stand-up guy. I mean, truly, you were my dream to be here today. And you just are so authentic and so real, and it comes across in everything you do. So. Today's show has like such a winner in you. You're just incredible you. in nice everything you do. That. Thank you. Soleil Thank Moonfry. You. Thank, Thank you, you all you for guys. coming.